So, here we are. End of season one. Subtle frequencies. We've got ourselves here. Our very first bonus episode that is out of character. So we all just get to be ourselves. And we're asking ourselves questions, but we're not answering those questions. We're answering questions that you all have written here as ourselves, not as the characters that we normally play. The curtain is open. Dog is barking. So I guess we should start by introducing ourselves. So, Hannah, who are you? (laughs) Who am I? That's such a tricky one. Um, I'm a person named Hannah. That's one of the things I am. Oh. Yep, thank you for the applause. I deserve it. Um, I'm a person on this podcast. I'm a... uh, Got a... uh, Friends? Is that... It's a really hard question. I don't know. What are are you, Addison? I am, I guess, technically a professional jeweler. Right now. Now that we sell jewelry. That's new. Beautiful. Rings. But, you know, first-time jeweler, a long-time performer. Absolutely. And only now have people really start started paying me for that. When I first uh, saw you perform as a middle schooler, I wasn't going to pay you anything. No, and that would have been teaching me the lesson I deserve to learn. Yeah, uh, not deserved. And what are you, Pan? Oh, no, I'm Pan. I'm sure it's strange hearing my real voice for the first time. Yeah. After all of these episodes <laughs> well, of me doing that funny little voice. <laughs> but I'm Pan, you know me, you love me, the host and producer, uh, occasional music guy for the show. Yeah, you definitely get like a producer vibe off of that you voice. as a real person. Yeah, this voice mm, yeah. gives me such a different feel, and, and more genuine, it feels more real. Are you recording on your yacht? Yeah, I'm on the yacht right now, uh... Out in the middle of uh, the Indian Ocean. Wow. wow. Beautiful this time of year. They still yeah. got boat drinks out in the Indian Ocean? Oh, yeah. Loaded down with boat drinks. You gotta be careful right, about... I can't keep doing this. Okay. But I'm not gonna... <laughs> this is where this breaks down. Hello, everybody. In hey. your defense, that character sound is like evil. Yeah, that's a bad, yeah. that's a bad guy. They're that's wearing a fedora right now. Oh yeah, and they're they're Fedora, no shirt, <laughs> lots of problems, and I assume their boat's gonna sink because they got way too many boat drinks on that boat. Yeah, oh, yeah, loaded up with boat way drinks. too many. Boat but drinks. you know, they're just drinking them and chucking them over the ledge into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throwing that glassware. They're each in a in a, a different glass. <laughs> I assume they have yeah. the same yacht as Kenneth Branagh in that movie Tenet. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The same people on it. Definitely watch that film for the boats. Yeah. I was in it for the boats. The boat oh, was yeah, probably really the best heavy. part of Tenet, and the the only part that you could understand. Yeah, it was grounded in reality, which helped. Absolutely. But the, we're not talking about Tenet today. Okay, I refuse. Talking that's for the other questions. Podcast. Talking questions. Yeah, our Tenet Tenet cast, where we try to make up or down Tenet. Yeah, so we're taking questions from um, people who allegedly listen to the show. Um, I don't know where we want to start, but I've got kind of a good one. Let me just pull it up from my mom here. Oh. Um, Yeah. It says, I would shorten it. Sometimes it seems too long. (laughs) Okay. Which isn't a question. Okay, so how do we... Yeah, it's not a question. I I have a thought about it. Okay. Okay. You can... Uh, turn it off. 
Ooh, or mm. wait, I have another suggestion. Turn it on to like speed up the you can, on Spotify oh, and Apple yeah. Podcasts. Okay. You can like have it go twice as fast or whatever. I, right? It's true. I did accidentally do that to our podcast pretty recently, and I was like, I was just sitting there like, God damn it! What the fuck did we do to this episode? Like, God fucking little fucking no! Like, how did we fuck this up so bad? We all sound like mice. What is happening? It took me a long time to figure it out. I'm I'm, wow. I'm glad that you overcame technology once again. Mm-mm. It's a constant battle, and sure. it always wins. Yeah, I mean, I edit this at like 1.25 speed, so it's it's always confusing. Either way. I mean, we could make it shorter. And sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. The mini episodes are shorter. Um, sometimes we, I mean, we could stop adding all that filler content of, you know, just birds chirping. Yeah, all of those, like, three-minute chunks where it's just birds chirping. Yeah, the bird segments. I like the bird footage. They're they're soothing. We've just listened to yeah. a couple really high, intense, kind of, like, really hard-hitting segments. And then mm-hmm. we get, like, a cool-down with the bird mm-hmm. sounds. And sometimes it's not even a cool-down. Sometimes it's, it's up there. Like, sometimes the cockatiels one. When they're fighting, when it's just, like, mating season and, like, birds fighting each other there's a lot of drama in those moments yeah you that's can high sense octane. That's high octane. <laughs> you know this actually plays really well into a question that i got from a listener named pan which was what's your favorite bird Ooh. mine is the humble barn owl great bird i gotta say my favorite bird is the crow i like that they solve puzzles i love yeah. that they mm. they solve murders like they get together and their friends have died and they're like why is this bird why is this crow friend of ours dead I thought that was a pun attempt I mean it was it was a like a subtle allusion to the fact that a group of crows is a murder but yeah. they also solve murders like with detective work they do both crows are a good choice does ohio have a lot of crows no they have That's a disappointing sad regular amount of crows so yeah hmm. they've got um just normal birds and a handful of crows sucks yeah not the commodity that they are out in the pn dub no. no i miss my crows i miss my crow crow boys i used to go to work at the same time as they did as i was driving to work they would be flying to work and then as i was driving home they'd be flying home and i was like we're doing this together yeah and you worked at the um, picking up shiny things factory, so yeah, yeah, exactly. And the leaving things factory, the leaving shiny things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or like, there's this part of the sidewalk smells like food, and I'm just gonna pick at it until I figure out if it is or is not food. <laughs> yeah, factory. Me, yeah. My friends and I are yeah, gonna comb over that. it. From <laughs> yeah, <food. laughs> exactly. You're like, hey, hey, friend, does this little patch, this greasy patch here, is this food? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe Let's I should pick find out. out. <laughs> On this episode of... <laughs> <laughs> How many crows does it take to see where the food is? Yeah. So, look, we didn't exactly plan this very well, but we've got some questions, obviously. Yeah. What, how do we want to tackle these bad boys? Um, In order of importance. <laughs> well, there's... Okay. No, how do we... We don't have... That's impossible to quantify. Yeah. We, we don't um, have a rubric. Maybe we start off with some of the broader ones and then do some of the more focused in ones because like we have some that name people by name yeah mm. as opposed to naming them by 
Pokemon type. Sure. Yeah. Okay, maybe we want to start off with our number one fan. Uh-huh. Who's earned a higher place in the pecking order. Not to make sure. another bird joke. And that person's Tanuki Sammy. Love love it. Sammy on Instagram, thank you for yes. all of your hard work. Absolutely. You're working Appreciate harder it. than we are. We're all working real hard. Yeah. But some, some of hard. us are working harder. It's not a competition. No, it's not. But there are points. I do love all of us. Good job. High fives. So they're asking us if we would ever do a live show. And I don't, my answer to that is like, we've got three, I think, live episodes. <laughs> okay. Technically more that don't say that they're live, but have an in-studio audience. Um, okay. I'm, yeah, but I think they mean I mean, they real. mean in real life. Yeah. Like the three real uh-huh. live episodes we did. Uh-huh. All right. Then we're going to need to have more that we advertise ahead of time and like sell <laughs> have, tickets to Have and humans at, and they aren't edited in after and I, aren't fictional. I don't even know how we would do a live show. Like, let's say we go to, like, I don't know, the, the Clinton Street Theater and say, like, hey, what would it cost for us to rent the space? Like, and in this is in a world where people would show up. Well, I mean, I think there's a way. I think we would have to do... I guess, do we want to talk about our process of how we do episodes? We could get into that. Yeah. Because like, I think if we kind of lay that out, we would, we could kind of describe how we would have to augment that to do a live show. Because what we do is we have our theme or our subject of the episode, right? So if it's Which crystals, comes to us in a dream. It comes to us in a dream. A it horrifying usually, dream. It comes to us after we've talked about movies for an hour or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like... We've talked about, we've gotten it out of our system, the normal things to say, and then we go, what, do, what should an episode be about? And then the gods choose to give us the answer. Exactly. And then we decide, all right, so today's episode is going to be about crystals. Yeah. Right? Or, um, what about this? Gambling. <laughs> okay. So okay. it's going to be about gambling. Yeah. And then we go through and we're like, okay, who in our world, who in our town would be like the expert on gambling? Yeah. Is it someone we know already? Is it someone that we have to invent? And then we invent our our gambling expert. By hook or by crook, they they exist. Yeah. Are they a good gambler? Are they an ex-gambler? They... Do they technically not know anything about gambling, but they're going to be the person that we use anyway? Yeah. Are they accidentally right. there? Are they... Mm -hmm. Like, do they, do they lose yeah. a bet and now they have to be the gambling yeah. expert? Uh, can we write this down? Because that actually is a really good idea. Mm. So we have... I would say too often it is something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or like, it is going to be one episode and then we change the type of episode it's going to be yeah. to something else. Because a classic episode is we have our, our subject, we have our expert, and then all of our callers are either calling about that about gambling, or not calling about gambling. Uh, uh, <laughs> actively yes. not. Uh, depending if there's, like, some other larger arc thing going on. So, like, there, Pam is, like, talking about, well, you know, back in the day when I was on tour with Hart, uh, got into some trouble with some gambling. Um, or, you <laughs> I, know. I actually succumbed to gambling addiction and then was cured uh, all in the same year. <laughs> exactly. Wow. While on tour with Heart. While while on tour with Heart. 
So then we like have this basic outline, and I'm taking notes the whole time. I type up our notes. Yeah, Hannah's in charge of that. I'm our scribe, and our, our our archivist. And I just sort of like pay attention. And Addison, I don't know what you do. <laughs> and if yeah. you did, then you wouldn't need me. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the it's the mystery. It's the enigma. Baby. Um, I think I'm in a lot of ways like I'm a content generator, and like. That Whoa. doesn't mean that it's all good. Like, yeah. It's like I'm like a river of content. <laughs> and sometimes it's full of fish. Sometimes it's full of fish that bite. Sometimes it's just full mm-hmm. of like yucky poisonous salamanders. And sometimes you have to dam a river to get power out of it. Yep. Okay. You're going to kill yeah. the ecosystem, but you got to get that power out. <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> like if subtle frequencies is anything, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the dam that's killing the ecosystem <laughs> to generate power. Yep. Yep. Wow. Pure raw power. And then, okay, so we have that outline, and then days pass. Yep. <laughs> we forget about the outline. <laughs> we forget what we came up with in the first yep. place. And then we meet on another day to actually do it. So we, it's not scripted. We don't have, like, the words planned out. So it is improv to point, right? But we have this outline. We have all these characters. We have all the beats of it, and then we go through it, right? So I think we could, in theory, do that that part live, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, the tricky thing would probably be um, all of the stuff that happens post-production, like planning that ahead of time to make you all sound like different people and shit. <laughs> yep. I mean, what? that would be the thing. We would have to pick maybe characters that sound more like us or that Chris- aren't as... As, uh, I mean, I own a lot of effects pedals. We could work something. Yeah. Out, yeah. I have an idea. Oh. Okay. It is live audience. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. We tell them to make that sound. Yeah. We tell people, yeah. if everybody could just <sighs> for a moment. Yeah. Hannah and I are in audience. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Okay. And we, like, Pan will, Pan is up there with a guest spurt. We would need to have another real, yeah. not one of you. Yeah. yeah. Like, say we and get would, Joe on there or something. That would be a great reason to get a guest also. Yes. Yeah. And Hannah and I can change who we are when we occasionally get called on in the audience. So we go, we are in the audience, and then we have like a hat on that says, that is clearly <laughs> Pam's hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, Or like you're wearing like a sweater that's like old, old lady. Yeah. You go up on stage, do your thing, and then you go off stage. And then, mm-hmm. do we have to be in the audience or can we just be off stage? Mm, you know, a little of both. Okay. Yeah, a little we, bit of I think both. we have a little, a little bit of both. Because we could also just be callers. That's true. Like, Pan could be up there with a phone. <laughs> <laughs> but then we this would takes have to. This a have... lot of stage work. Yeah, like, this, this is a lot of stagecraft like... that's going it's... on here. <laughs> There's like a little <laughs> phone booth on, off, just like uh, the other side of the stage. Yes. <laughs> Because I'm thinking kind of like that Upright Citizens Brigade live stuff, where they'll like there'll be two people on stage doing stuff, and they will call for people in the audience to do things. But they, you know, the people they're calling it's on a, are Amy yeah. Poehler. So and, you went up a plant. You went like a pretend. Yeah, and audience mm-hmm. member. We say what we want, but we'll occasionally <laughs> actually get audience <laughs> questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. I think we might get be getting too deep into actually planning this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're giving away trade secrets the now. Whole thing. 
Suffice it to say, Sammy, that w- it would be fun. Yeah. I would love we to do get it there someday. Yeah, absolutely. We'll probably figure it out. I would when love to do that. All in the same state. That would be cool. Of oh mind. yeah, that would help. Uh, yeah. We're all in the same state of mind. Exactly. Yeah, That's New York, know. baby. Yeah, baby. Jungle, the Empire State. Ew. Um. Okay. What should we address next? Should we get one from Rad? Sure. I don't see why not. So. Rad asks us, I guess, like a a two-tiered question. Okay. Uh, Rad Honeythorn says, in the episode where Pan starts off stuck in a dungeon, which I believe is the Chuckle Hut Mm -hmm, arc, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, they use a pretty strong-sounding magic to aid their escape. Is Pan more than just a normal human? Question mark. If so, just how powerful are they? And then in the second tier of this question, they say Pam, that's with an M, seems to be a bit of the town guardian slash gatekeeper, how powerful is she really? And then they say, you know, what if we gave them a Dragon Ball style power level chart, which I think we need need to make in general for citizens. Yeah, of, you gotta of town. rate people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as the person who is Pan, yeah, usually, I guess I could start by saying, um, let me just look at these questions exactly. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. First of all, yes, a little more. Um, we're planning on kind of, you know, in season two, unpacking some of the mysteries of that. Yep. And just how powerful are they? Very? Very. But, you know, Very, but it seems like Pan does not use their power just, like, flippantly every day. No. It's just, it's, yeah. They're, they are a powerful person. Mm-hmm. With shrouded in mystery and... That's as much as, like, I think we are willing to say so far. And I think that's how Pan likes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my read on the one and only Pan. And as far as Pam, with an M, is concerned, mm-hmm. she's gone through a lot of journeys on this. Like, I think she started off as, like, a toxic character. She was very much a villain at the beginning. Yeah, a yeah. real crank. Yeah. <laughs> like <And> a yanker. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, I guess just uh yeah have we talked about i guess it has kind of come up but like we started having pam show up well pam showed up in episode zero which you people will never hear i'll never know what was episode zero ghosts uh, about human ghosts yeah. oh yeah i it forgot was... we even did that but we needed to get it out of our system yeah yeah sometimes you gotta we just had... like ruin one yeah yeah but yeah, she started showing up uh, more and more frequently and talking about her zoo where she yeah. was trapping people. In her traps? Um, she had a lot of in, traps. Yeah, she was into yeah, traps more, and more self defense at the time. And like. It was really bin. Like, she still cares about her bins, but. Yeah. You know. Her bins are no longer the focal point of her character. Yeah, definitely. Pam is based on my backyard neighbor of the same name who sucks. Uh, and still does. I think she's still kicking. And don't love Pam. So, like, I think she started off as a villain, but when you have a character that's around for that long, if they're going to be sustainable, they can't just be total trash. She had and, to have growth. And she's had yeah. incredible growth. Yes. Yeah. Died. Came back. Absolutely. I forgot she died. <laughs> <laughs> she is sort of like the town guardian in that she's become fused with the beast, which is, we could say that now because it's been canonically put forward yeah and we've only been like directly pointing at it with big signs <laughs> yeah for exactly the entirety of like exactly. the show basically yeah so like if you don't know by now it's like 
saying that Thanos is purple. You know, like, it's not a spoiler alert. Yeah. I do think of the two of them as, but also, like, the satyr. There's, like, trio of gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Or town guardians, right? Yeah, I always tell people they can't like certain comics. Right, I, like, like I think yeah. the, the term gatekeeper is kind of ruined, but like, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. like yeah, this maybe. is a this is a. I think Town Guardians. <laughs> I, I like that one better. I mean, it was it like you know in the last episode talking about this this wall that's been put down, right? Like opened this gate that's been opened up. That's been kept. That's no longer there. To certain degrees, right? Pam is like the newest member of this trio, but. They're kind of working yeah. together. I do want to know what her stat sheet is. Or <laughs> we had one at well, some we, point. Yeah, I mean, we made her character sheets basically listed most of the essential stats for the Pam versus oh, that's the Beast. Right? Yeah, yeah we, we did. We did do a chart for her. Yeah, yeah we we have a a fifth edition character sheet for her. Yeah, that's right. And gotta dig that up. It's somewhere on my um my hard drive. I won't say where, because that will tell the people of the world how to find it. Okay. The Beast has one, too. I mean, as we're talking about 5th edition character sheets, uh, I'm looking at one of Sammy's questions. How do you keep track of all your characters? I'm imagining you made 5e character sheets for everyone. Oh, yeah, I Um, forgot about that. (laughs) So we've made, you know, character sheets for a couple of them. For the majority of the characters, we do not have... No. Character sheets. <laughs> what we do have is a Google Doc that just has a long list of characters. Well, and we we also have, every time we write an episode in a writing session, we put down every person that's going to call. Yes. Their name, their pronouns, their kind of their deal. And then we, we often use that to scroll back and go, and who the fuck? Like, if we... We want to dredge up a character, but we don't know who. We will rifle through some old apps and be like, oh, remember Lars Lamborghini? He's I was going to say, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're all um, saying Lars Lamborghini. Lars Lamborghini. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So I think those like episode outlines are the the best way, I think, that we keep track of them. Just gives us like a basic, like a scenario that they were in, their name, their pronouns. Yeah, exactly. Like what their job is usually. Yeah. Um. That, uh, and I just have a lot of distorted memories of who all the people are from having to listen to y'all pretend to be them for hours <laughs> and hours and hours. Yeah, at some point, a psychiatrist, or a psychologist, rather, is going to do a study on what our voices have done to your brain. Yeah. yeah. Having to listen to Garfield talk for <sighs> more than five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know, challenging. Yep. I mean, Lars Lamborghini might be the worst of them. Lars Lamborghini Actually, is a terrible, terrible. I can't get enough of that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just want to spoon more of that into my ear every time. That, that freak. There's something about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him. So that kind of brings me to a question I had for you two. Because uh, in case it's just, again, to if it's not uh, super evident, we all plan the episode and then... Hannah and Addison kind of take the ball and run with it in terms of, like, some of the details about who's calling, what their name is, their motivations Uh on a more, like, fleshed-out level. And I've just noticed, maybe, that you love to kind of torture me with your (laughs) terrible character names that you do. Are you saying Hot Pocket's not a good name for a character? I I forgot about (laughs) it. Or AG Double Hockey Sticks, the person. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a good that hacker name. That one's actually name. pretty good. 
<laughs> that's that's top tier hacker. It's probably a real hacker's name. Yeah, must be. But okay, so I mean that's two. But who are maybe? What's your favorite bad character name that you've thought of? Oh. And I guess tied into that might be a different answer. But who's your favorite person to inhabit? God, that's a that's hard. Uh, let me. I just want to look at some of their beautiful names. Yeah, I gotta look at a, okay. a random episode and and just dredge up. I mean, I love. Okay, Patch Spookums is. <laughs> <laughs> Patch Spookums yeah. is one of my favorite names. Or get Goodwill Haunting, like those two. <laughs> so stupid. We bought a ghost <laughs> hospital episode. Really went all the way with the. Uh... And the fact that it was like they're two. Like terribly painful names from Robin Williams movies, <laughs> but only one of them is about a doctor who's not a doctor. Like, and Patch Spookums does not sound like Robin Williams. Neither does Goodwill. Goodwill Haunting doesn't really. It's oh, not. No, he sounds exactly like yeah. Boston Matt Damon. <laughs> it's actually um, it's footage of Boston Matt Damon. Uh, modded it's a over, deep, like it's a, it's deep, a deep, fake deep fake. Yeah, we we voice. finally used that Star Wars deep fake technology. Yep. Wow. Those create... are really bad ones. Winifrings. So I really hate Winif. Like, yeah, <laughs> Winifrings as a name is good. And I mean the companion Diesel. And Diesel. No, the fact that those <laughs> those two names came from the same entity is a uh, very good. I think. Um, I I really like. I'm I'm looking at the cicadas episode, because <laughs> okay. I I just was scrolling through and like I don't really remember a lot about that one. There's a person just called Memol's corpse. Oh yeah, that was the musician, right? Yeah, yeah, the ambient drone yeah. musician. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that one, and <laughs> then immediate like almost immediately before there's Cool Trainer Dale, which I do remember liking that. That is good. Yeah, I mean. There's some that are just hard to say, like the Beaconeer. I have to think about that mm, one every time yeah. I say it. Don't blame you there. I mean, there's just, uh, oh, there's some real, real dumb ones like Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that was like, and that's not even like especially anything, but when you laid that one on me, I was pretty angry. <laughs> Why would you just be not angry? creative? <laughs> it's just like nothing. A person, a real person's name, and they're not even that funny. No, it was just their name was Will Arnett. Wow, we're firing shots at Will Arnett. Well, have you seen that new piece of shit that he made? The, that's on Netflix. The, the detective it uh, sucks. thing. It just. I haven't. You seen should it. really stop watching shows, man. Yeah, it sucks. you don't have it's, to watch it if you don't like it. It's like they have the. It's similar to like what we hate about celebrity podcasts, where like the whole crux of it is you just want to hear a celebrity talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they invite a celebrity on there, and they just don't let them talk for half an hour. Like Will Arnett nice. just shouts over them. That's fucking funny, dude. That's and they're just good. Like, oh, I'm here as myself. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm so confused. Yeah. It's so confusing right okay. here. Um, yeah. There's another character I remember really liking the name, but I didn't love playing the character, and that's Tadwink Crunkle. And ten points to anybody that can name who the fuck that was. Tadwink Crunkle. Can I get a hint? Yeah. The episode is about caves. <laughs> is Tadwink Crunkle the vampire hunter? No. Oh, man. I absolutely have deleted this information off my brain's hard drive. You gotta tell us. 
Uh, Ted Wink Krunkle was the certified real estate brokerage manager who what? wanted, who was trying to do <laughs> shit with the tunnels under town, trying to make the, trying to make the metro system. Yeah, and trying trying oh, try to appeal to the troglodytes. Yeah, oh. I don't remember Hieronymus Crab. Oh, who the Which fuck was that? Was Hieronymus Crab was the one who always um, gets the hermit, right? Oh yeah, it's like Hieronymus oh, that's Fox, right. Like they're... I always get the card. Yeah, that's right. They're the me of real life. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, people don't know, but Addison always gets the hermit when he gets tarot readings. It's yep, every pretty time. Systematic, yeah. Some of I I really like uh, Shrimp Scampy. Yeah. Um, it's a great yeah. name. It's a great character. So, like, I love both of those. Would that be what you would put up? Because the part B of the question, who do you enjoy being the most? Would you say Shrimp Scampy? I really like playing the, like, decapitated golden man. <laughs> Sebastian. Yeah, yeah Sebastian. Sebastian. Just because yeah. all I have to say is like I really lo- I love you I love I just love you so much. <laughs> I, th- I think our energy on that particular episode was so fucked up. Like we had not established what those two people are really like with each other. I mean, in the first time that they interact, it's sort of similar. Like uh, Jimmy is like very like just shut your dumb mouth, Sebastian. And Sebastian just really really loves Jimmy. And is just a huge golden man who ha- has his head cut off. <laughs> so the audience will have heard this before you do, um, but there was a lot more like, oh, you big chunk of golden beefcake talk in the episode <laughs> that ended up shockingly on the cutting room floor. Oh, no! that's disappointing. That's no! so disappointing. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty weird i also liked playing the um the cousin of the the brim brothers oh the the brothers brim <laughs> the brothers brim were a great combo yeah the wide brim and brothers like the slim brim like i love i will chew them oh but like. who is the who was the cousin that was the one who Billy. was like i have to keep a hat on so my soul will right, fly yeah. up to the heaven which that guy was probably one of my favorite things that you've ever done with your voice <laughs> Like that's yeah. that's up there with Lars Lamborghini for me of like just pure chaos. Yeah, so I like that one too. Um, I think for me, my favorite character to play in terms of like they're easy to play. I don't find myself like exhausted having done it. Like I can, this is my marathon character, not my sprint character. You know, would have mm-hmm. to be our boy, the Goblin Hunter. Oh. Tony Papadopoulos. Yeah, Tony Papadopoulos is my favorite character to play because he's so easy to just dive right into. I don't don't know why. It might be my mid-Atlantic heritage. Um, No, I love it. It's probably that. It's a beautiful accent. It's just a really good way. It's a really good instance of like taking the worst parts of yourself and trying to make them into something good. Yeah. Was that what you're doing? Yeah. No, yeah. Tony's a good, a good, <laughs> good guy. He's a good dude. Are you sure? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Have Addison, I, uh, have you ever played a good character? Yeah. Remember, like the the Hallmark movie we made. That guy was such a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> he was the worst. That was terrible. That's... That could have been a beautiful romance, and it was Pro- such. 
absolute terrible. That's probably the best I ever did at that. Yeah. That was about as good as it got. As the least evil. Goodwill Haunting um, is at least very cool. That yeah. is true. And isn't evil. And isn't evil. Yeah. I think Goodwill Haunting I is, I think, less of a villain than, than a Hallmark oh, character, dude. I had one experience uh, treading the boards in the days of my ute that involved playing like a normal protagonist style character and it like really really sucked and i i love doing that show it was it was good fun i would do it all again but i remember just standing there and watching all the people doing the character acting and being like i wish i were you mm. oh yeah the villains are are always more fun than oh like- yeah I'm a scientist who's here to. <laughs> I'm Morbius. <laughs> I'm a vampire, maybe. I had a dream where I went to see Morbius, and um, it was pretty bad. Even in the your dream didn't even like make a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't no. a premonition? <laughs> yeah, it was a premonition. I think it might have been. I yeah. think I have been having more like portentous dreams. Well, that brings me to a question by Lucas C. Are y'all even gonna see Morbius in theaters? <laughs> I like that. Like, are y'all even are y'all even gonna see Morbius are in theaters? Are you up to it? Are you even ready? Are, are you even, y'all even gonna try it? Are y'all even strong enough? I don't know that I am. No. Yeah, I'm gonna say pretty concretely no. no. Venom two was so painfully bad. <sighs> like it wasn't even funny. Like it wasn't it wasn't even like, my ironic brain was even like, get me out of this room. No. So there's, there's no way that studio is going to help me feel differently. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, there are. there's a good chance I'm going to see the film. When there's a good free. chance. When it's just playing, like, in a waiting room at a doctor's office. Like, mm-hmm. that's when I hope to see Morbius. I'm going to be on a mm. plane for 13 hours straight one day. <laughs> and I'm going to and- watch it. Three Mor- times. I'm going to watch Mor- it over and over. The Morbius is going to be there waiting for me. In the I dark. should start doing that because I never watch movies on airplanes, but they often have the little thing there. I should just put on Morbius several consecutive times <laughs> so that the person, you know, because you watch the person in front of you. Oh, yeah. yeah you're yeah, going yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, they're going to fucking put on Morbius again? I thought we could, I was going to get to see another fun flick on this plane. Nope, it's Morbius. Or maybe I would be really doing them a service, because like, often when I'm watching through the seats, I'm like, okay, I think I missed something. What the fuck is going yeah, on here? And I get kind of like spiteful about it, where yeah. I'm like, yeah. why? Hey, can you rewind it, yeah. bud? I, just, I missed just... something because I asked for a Coke with no ice. That's what you get. So I think that's three for not seeing Morbius. I'm sorry. I'm going to see uh, it when yeah. it's Lucas. free. Can Lucas tell us about it when when he yeah, d- I don't goes? Think Lucas is actually going to go see it. What a hypocrite! I know, honestly. <laughs> no, he's doing it right. He's doing it right. Yeah, he asked a question. He's one of the few people that sent us a question, and it was because I asked him to three and times. And I and I love that. I assume he knew our answer. So thank you for giving us the opportunity to yeah. answer that question, Lucas. Thank you. Who do we want next? That's a good question. Um, like a, uh. Some Sadie questions? Yeah. Um, well, we'll start with the first one, because I think that's the better one to do. Okay. What, what brought the three of you together in your endeavor? And I edited this one because it said endeavors. We only have one we single endeavor. We have more endeavor. than one endeavor. But we're going to talk about this one endeavor. Yeah. We're going yeah. to put the blinders on in this just the single yeah. endeavor. Because we have other endeavors. 
Yeah. That but involve this, just yeah. this one. Going to restaurants. Yeah. Being in yeah. rock and roll bands. Yeah. Being in noise. Uh you know, all Et kinds cetera. of various endeavors. But this this endeavor. Yeah. I mean I mean, yeah, do y'all wanna y'all kinda like cook this? I don't know. I've been trying to like float the idea of a podcast for a little while and then you two sort of made it come together. Yeah. Yeah, so, in a lot of ways, we were the Beatles in that moment. We were two of the Beatles, and then we needed one more Beatle, and we didn't need any more Beatles. <laughs> and it didn't need yeah. to be Ringo. But maybe it was Ringo. Maybe one of us is secretly Ringo. Yeah. I think the Beatles, just a quick aside, could have gotten away without Paul... No, no, without John. Yeah, without John. They could have, yeah, no John, but the Beatles with no Ringo, you that's, have no, to, you, that's no Beatles. You need Ringo. Yeah. And he's the kind of drummer that's, like, in it for the, the group sound. He's not in it yeah. for himself. He's in it for, like, the the song. He's not the guy. No. Yeah. He's not... Uh, Phil Collins? Phil yeah. Collins. yeah. He's not Phil. I was like... I, you know, in my guy. defense, I only did that because I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, wow. Ringo and, and Phil Collins are different, um, and that's I think what makes that's our podcast all there work. Is to say on that, despite other uh, um, yeah, but so, so, let's go back. Yes, so me, to reality. So me and Addison have known each other for a long time since the, I, we went to the same elementary school. Yep, and then but we weren't in the same class, and then we had classes in middle school and got to know each other we produced a newspaper together yeah um, uh the atomic news i had my i really just nuclear see i wasn't i didn't actually i wasn't the producer of the i just uh submitted work i think i only i really just gave you one article about a turtle killing the prime minister and then assuming the role as prime minister there was another one that you gave about uh Yogi Bear and Boo Boo, oh, and Yogi Bear was Boo Boo's prisoner, and Boo Boo was selling Yogi Bear's organs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty fun. I was an yeah. intense middle schooler. I guess yeah. is the thing. Yeah. And I was like, "This is hard hitting journalism. <laughs> this is good for the paper." <laughs> so we've been doing dumb voices, and like we've known each other for a really long time, and we both, you know, grew up in the same town. And I was home for the holidays, and so was Addison, and I hadn't seen Addison in a while. So I drove through a snowstorm from this kind of more rural town to, like, the town that I grew up to meet Addison. We uh, sat in your mom's garage. Mm -hmm. Because you were not allowed in the house on account of Delta variant. Yes, and we were socially distanced. Yep, and we had heaters going while the snow fell. Yes. And then Uh, we drank some shitty Virginia IPAs. Yeah. And we did dumb voices with each other. And I remember we did this character that was about a ferret farmer who was like... (laughs) It was using the ferret's organs to tell the future. Yeah, because like like a gut reaction and because ferrets have such long bodies, their guts are really long. So they have such good sense of the future or something like that. Uh, and this idea that like this person calls into the radio to be like, I have the, f- I know about the future because of my parents. Because <laughs> of what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, well, wouldn't it be fun if we did a podcast where it's just a call in radio show, like coast to coast or something like that? 
and at the time we wanted to call it Colin back, but that didn't <laughs> take off. Didn't take off. Um, we were like, you know, we've tried to do a podcast before. Yeah. And we didn't like editing because it's hard. Yes, exactly. And uh, this is true. We were like, we can't just talk to each other. No, it'll be chaos. Absolute chaos. We need a triad. We need a trio. We need a Ringo. Three is the magic number. We need our, we need our George. We need our Ringo. Actually, of the three Beatles that matter, which ones are we? Oh, that's such a terrible mm. question. Yeah, I don't want to be any of them. Yeah. Okay. We're all of them. We are some permutation okay, we're all, of we, all of them. <laughs> we have percentages of each. Yeah, so like all three yeah. of them got put in a blender and then poured into three cups, and that's us. But it wasn't very well blended. <laughs> but I'm Ringo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are what... always doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah. at the time, Han and I were living together. Yeah. And I knew Han knows a lot about sound. Yes. And we both, at the time, were even like, Han would be such a good host, because of like the timbre of their voice. Yep. And they're a cool cucumber. Yes. People say. Yep. And then we got all three of us together, and then the rest is, you know, now we're a sensation. Yeah. Take now we tour story. 37 countries a year. Now we're going to have uh, mm, yeah. live shows. I would love to have Actually, a live show. Sounds sound kind of fun. Yeah. I think that could answer, do you have hopes and dreams for this podcast? Yeah. To yeah. Have, to have a live show. That would be a great thing to happen. And More, I, you know. Live show. I think that's something we could do. Because, like, we're about to, we're going to get a logo eventually. Summer's going to come. We're going to get back on the streets, putting shit up, knocking shit down. Mm, yeah. Like, do a more thorough, pronged attack of media on the city. Everyone who's listening to this right now, they're going to tell all of the people they know, every single last one. They really are. That's true. Yep. And they're going to get subtle frequencies points for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can spend those on all kinds of stuff. At yeah. 808 like, grinds. When you get yeah. to heaven, they're really valuable currency. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. they're really <laughs> valuable in, in whatever heaven you're subscribed to. Yeah. Yeah, you weigh that against the feather that's, I guess, supposed to weigh... More than your sins? Um, your they they pull your heart out. Oh yeah. And they put it on the scale next to uh -huh. a feather. And if it if the feather is heavier, then you get to go um and walk among the reeds of the afterlife. Mm -hmm. Of the good afterlife. Sure. But so, if you have a lot of subtle frequencies points, those you can are, put them on the other other side. Yeah, yeah. They go on the other side with the feather yeah. and they it takes a lot to weigh them down. Like you Yeah, yeah, yeah. And only a certain number of people go to heaven. This is dog heaven, wow. right? Yeah, this is dog heaven. It's well, better no, than it's, human. It's heaven. not dog heaven because all dogs go there. But I, as a human, want to go to dog heaven. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's if you want to go to dog heaven, you have to have dog heart, which yes. is lighter than a feather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need my subtle frequency points so I can get mm -hmm. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. To dog heaven. This all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's beautiful. All right, um, are there any plans to feature Scooter as a guest? I mean, if we could, I would. Scooter is always with us. Scooter's my cat. She likes to show up and put one or two claws into my uh, leg flesh mm -hmm. while we're recording. Her little purrs have been incorporated into a couple of the different jingles for the show, and she runs her own uh, auto repair business that's she does she's a small and, business owner in that she is diminutive yep 
She is a small creature, but also her business is thriving. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, Scooter would be a great guest. I don't think she would be very talkative. No. She's well, a woman of few words. At best, we'll get a couple purrs, you know? Yeah. Or maybe some angry meows. Well, Like, how dare you ask me that kind of question? Yeah. I mean, that kind of just, like, on a related note, I guess you should just apologize to Sammy specifically for bringing that song into existence for Scooter's Automotive Service. Oh, yeah, because Sammy did say that uh, they get that song stuck in their head all the time. Oh, I apologize. I'm sorry. I get that song stuck in my head all the time, so apologize to me as well. I mean, I get the Stanley Steamer song stuck in my head all the time, so I know Mm. that kind of pain. But that's that's by design. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't design that that song to be catchy. It's a jingle. I want to promote Scooter's business. Yeah. So. Naturally. It is by design. I want it to be catchy, or at least haunting, you know. When Sammy needs some auto repair, she's going to think Scooter. Fair enough. What other questions do we want to talk about? We have. Well, this is a two, like, one of your students, Hannah, asked, what's with the accents? And Tanuki Sammy asked, where did Addison learn all those ding-ding dialects? And then, I think, was trying to disrespect me by saying self-taught question mark. Hmm. No, I no, I think that's, I think that's a, a, an earnest question. Admiration. What's more impressive than teaching yourself a new skill? Uh, going to professional dialect school. Yeah, not really. No. Where, what is, okay, so what is with the accent? So, I mean, what's the crux of that question? Because I'm not sure I understand. Like, why do y'all do accents? Why, well, I think that's one one part of it. But, like, this is uh, one town, right, in somewhere where typically... Most people in that town have a similar accent. Okay. There's sure. no unified accent in the town. I think part of it is because there's a, a small answer and a large answer. I think the small answer is that we are not Tom Hanks or, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis. We do not create characters out of the ether. Yeah. Tom Hanks famously good at accents. Well, he can play yeah. the same accent 20 different ways. True, 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 true. He like he works in subtlety. Absolutely. And we are Thank like goodness. for the ten minutes this person's gonna be talking, we need to distinguish them from the, the probably person like before three hundred <laughs> other people we've played. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so to do that means a new big accent, big voice. But I think the other part of it was something we talked about early on, how we didn't want town to sound like it was in any specific place. Yeah. And that yeah. one of the ways we would do that is by just, like, really picking new ones out of the hat every day. I mean, I think, um, you know, you definitely do more accents than I do. I am I would not ever say that I'm comfortable doing any accent. But we can't um, tell that, which is fine. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But I do think it, I think a big part of it is to distinguish the characters from each other. To highlight the fact that this is not uh, a place that follows the same rules. Uh, as a lot of towns, people are from somehow through the strangeness of this place from all over. I mean, people from all over the predominantly English speaking world and I guess the German world also. Yeah, any like place that is not something that we legally can't do. Legally? Yeah. Yeah. Legally, morally. Yeah. I think it's yeah. more of like, you know. Within good taste, within, like, good mm-hmm. 
sense um ethically all that good yeah. stuff yeah so there there's like limits to to what accents are are okay obviously but having a variety i think is just helps the storytelling go and sure. it's fun it's a little fun like it's i've been fun. doing voices since i was small since you were little i can't do any accents really other than Ringo, hey, yeah, that's a, that's and you a do dead it so on. well. That, that's more of a John, I think. Actually, I they all are from the same. <laughs> they all place, sound the same. So they, they sound, sound the, the same. Fucking same. Like they all sound that's same. patently not true. No, they're all. They're when all I the watched same. the documentary about them, I had to put the uh-huh. subtitles on that said which one was talking when, because even seeing them with their mouths flapping around. I couldn't tell which one it was because <laughs> you couldn't tell their faces apart because yeah. you're face blind. They're and- the same. Yeah, you have hard time. You have a hard time distinguishing like two many people apart. Yeah, many people apart. Like yeah, Tom Hardy, yourself, myself. Yeah, we look yeah. the same. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> um, John Goodman from Tim Allen. These are really good examples of, of <laughs> people that look similar. Diff- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone knows this. John Goodman yeah. from his stuntman. I mean, I think also just to get back to the, to the like the voices. I think Pan, you do a a great job of in post making our voices sound different from each other. So like that, the accents are part of that, but also the augmenting of the sound helps kind of shape the difference of the characters. That does a lot of the work. Right. Yeah, and I'm sure. Um, I I worry to go back and be like. Didn't what did what did this character sound like the first time? What was their accent like? You know, people change and grow over time, but do they change and grow over this short period of time that much? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. But you know, got to believe in the process. Move exactly. Jump onto that train and and hope it takes you to the station. Exactly. You're like, does that kind of sound like a British person? Close enough. I guess that's what they're doing. Sure. We- Thankfully, Why we've not? only done a couple British people. I think I need to do like a hard, uh, like a Ray Winstone accent. Okay. Or like a Ray Donovan accent. Okay. See, now we're talking. There you we're go. all Donna fans here. We're all Don. Yeah. Big Donovan heads over here. Absolutely. Can't get enough of it. Love it. Um, we're all in the family. We touched upon this one, but Sadie C asks Do you have any hopes and dreams for the His podcast? Hopes and dreams. I'd say hopes and dreams. I mean, when we get incredibly famous. Yeah, I yeah, defo. We're it's. I'm in it for the money. Yeah, we're all in it for the money. Like we're all just <laughs> trying to cash out. Scooters, Absolutely. scooters in it for the cash. I, That's all she wants. My dream for it is that we get so big that we can start franchising restaurants that are based on it. Oh yeah, we're gonna open that would be good. Taco Castle for real. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're gonna make all these restaurants real that we've yeah. been telling people. Giant things. seafood is gonna be real. I don't think we could really realize that in a in a lawful world. No, no. we would have to change the rules of the of the <laughs> restaurant dramatically. We would have to. <laughs> Diane's would have to in fiction get reformed and yeah, rather rather than like a battle royale <laughs> situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for a seat at the table. With Russian roulette as a central part of that, it would have to be more of like a family dining establishment. Yeah, mm. and and like the central point was their seafood. There. Yeah, no, that's not very exciting. I mean, it would be disappointing, but maybe we'd have like fun 
paraphernalia on the walls. People yeah. like that. Oh, I like okay. that. Like we could have a revolver painted on the Just, wall. What? Yeah, but I it would it would be pretend. Yeah. Or it'd be like TGI Fridays where they have all those knickknacks up. We would just have a bunch of revolvers on the wall. Or what if fake. it was just... Yeah. Yeah. Or just Diane's. Just a bunch of Diane's on the wall. Oh. Wall to wall Diane's. We have to figure out what she looks like. We'll have to find out. I would yeah, love terrible. to do that. Like, open a restaurant, call it Diane's Seafood, and then call in a bunch of, like, women who I think look like Diane and have them audition for the part and then whoever wins they do an extensive photo shoot that makes it look like i've taken photos of them over the course of like a decade yeah and i also want like plaster versions yeah of mm, diane yeah. like busts busts i think like the mast like the little the the Death mermaid mask. thing that's on a, a ship oh masthead yeah i yeah. think sure. of diane <laughs> you know i want the whole thing because it's nautical it's the nautical thing it's seafood um, so in reality, I think aspirationally, we'd love to have everybody listen to it. Well, sure. I'd love to get it to a point, and I think, I know this is shooting for the stars. I want Paul F. Tompkins on the show. <laughs> I think that's how you know you've made it in any mm-hmm. podcast. He just shows mm-hmm. up. Yeah, because like, he's, yeah. he's the best guest in the world on a podcast. Yeah. It's like the verified stamp on yeah. like social media that's Paul of Tom. He just shows up. Um, other things that we should probably talk about really out loud on the podcast is um, as we've kind of announced on social media but maybe not everybody is listening um, you know we're switching to a, a demi weekly schedule we're calling it. Yeah. Yes. Or fortnightly um, is what. I like fortnightly as well. Fortnightly is good. I guess but the thing with demi weekly is that it opens us up to the part where we're we hopefully will have uh, some, you know, we'll open up some time in the in-between weeks to do different stuff. Yeah. Maybe a new show, maybe something. Yeah. Demi Weekly, I think that'll, you know, give us a chance to do other stuff, but also I'm excited for what this new second season, as we open up the world to, like, the town is opened up. People from the outside world can come into town. And what does that mean? That'll be like an interesting writing challenge for us. Mm-hmm. It means a lot. Like we we still haven't reckoned in the writers' room. Yeah, the, the full gravity of it. But I'm really excited about this season, and I'm I would love to get more guests. I know we talk about it. We've yeah, had two whole guests in the past that are real and aren't two us. great guests, absolutely amazing guests, and we love them. Yeah, Tiny Anthems was amazing. Joe from Belmont Books was amazing. Yes. But, you know, we want we want more of those uh, delicious guests. We need to be prepared when Paul of Tompkins shows up. We yeah. need to have, we need to know how to. We need to, to have, like, tea on hand. We need ha- yeah, we need to be good hosts to our guests. If Paul F. Tompkins showed up right now, which house do you think that he would show up to? Of our, um, our three yeah, living presences. Like, <laughs> like, say we're getting ready to record, we're doing, like, our countdown, and a knock at the door and not even a knock. Like he just pushes the door that we thought was locked open and it's like, Oh, Hey, just stopping by. That's my, he's not showing up to Ohio. He's just not coming (laughs) to us. A rural outpost. Uh, Just no, he's not coming to college town. (laughs) No, I would ask him to leave just because he needs to get out of here. I'm looking at Ohio. 
Love Has Paul F. Tompkins ever been to Ohio? I'm sure he's been to Certainly. Ohio. He's absolutely been to Ohio. Looks like he's never been. <laughs> the, internet, the internet is conclusive. Uh, he has been. He went on tour and showed up. Of course he did. Because yep. he's a good a good sport. But I think uh, Portland's probably a more fun place to be. Perhaps. So, one of our houses. Yeah. Who knows? Okay, let's tackle some of these other real questions, Alrighty. though. And I don't know who this is from, but many people have asked at times, where should you start? Yeah. Difficult question. I mean, I would say episode one, personally. I think they all have their charms and their good stuff, and you're going to get through them eventually. Yeah. You got a lot of hours on this earth. Yep. I mean, I think one is a great way to start. So we have 50 full episodes, and we got a smattering of mini episodes, so there's a lot of content, right? But that can be kind of intimidating when you come across a new podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think there is value in, in starting from the beginning. But if you were like, I'm not really sure if I can really tackle like a big commitment of like backlog, probably like starting now-ish as we're moving into the second season wouldn't be a, a terrible way to start just because we're yeah. going to be... We're going to front load uh, some expo on there. Yeah, and as yeah. as new as characters that are unfamiliar with the world come into it, you know, that uh fish out of water kind of what is this weird place through the eyes of normal normos? Yeah, norm normcores. <laughs> yeah, fans of normcore. Okay. You know, could be a good place to start. <laughs> um but also just kind of like anywhere. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot yeah. of our episodes are sort of contained self-contained enough that you can kind of just, like, enjoy the chaos. Um, yeah, unless it's, like, the Chuckle Hut Part 2. Yeah. That would be a weird place to start. Yeah. If yeah, there's, that, yeah, Part there, 2. <laughs> I think, like, something that you learn if you start with Episode 1 is that we're going to, like, we don't ease anyone into the show. Episode no. 1, like, drops you off right in the deep end. And even lately, now that we've started doing Previously Ons, um, that's barely helpful. No. Oh yeah, the previous Leons don't really do it. They are no. there for us <laughs> to to enjoy for us. That yeah, that's like a fun little amuse bouche for us to nom 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 nom. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know you can get your footing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there yeah, there's a steep learning curve even if you start at the beginning, right? We don't spend a whole lot of time like very clearly talking about. The, the exposition, right? It is all sure. kind of lived, and the exposition is often action or just like we're just going with it. Um, but it's not chaos. I mean, we do plan out connections, like it all does, or we do at least try to make it all make sense. So it's not actually chaos. So there is there is a story if you if you want to like interact with it that way, but. It's basically exactly like Dark Souls or any other from yeah. software game. Yeah, I'd love <laughs> yeah. to play a Dark Souls. It's exactly. It's, 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 exactly like it's all about the skeletons knowing where they are. Where the bonfires are. Yeah. Uh, that's the... not really what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I more meant that you pick up stories through bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. If you pay attention. It's a slow yes. drip of exposition yeah. at the expense of the audience. But I don't think it's quite as hard. You won't die as many times listening to our podcast. No. 
Yeah. Well, you'll die. Yeah, once or twice. You will die, but. You will die, but. Yeah. It's very easy to. Like, you don't lose all your items. No. And stuff like that. No, no. That's nice. But yeah, honestly, um, now that we're going into season two, once we maybe get a few episodes of that under the belt, that'll probably be a good place for people to start if you're trying to give out a recommendation. But again, you know, just pick one. If it sounds interesting, start there. Listen. If you're confused, you know, join the club. Just embrace it. Yeah. And if you want to hear more, go back or go forward. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. And if you have any questions, you could always just email us and we'll answer them. Honestly. We'll answer mm, well, all your questions. Maybe. Or go to the website. The website offers a lot of answers. Yeah. I don't know. That's not true. There's not but... any questions that you would have. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I know there's an FAQ section, but those questions are not frequently asked. Nope. No. And I guess they're technically canon, but I'm not comfortable with that. Mm. Rolling through some of these other ones. Um, like, who is singing? I'm not even sure what we're referring to here. <laughs> like, the jingles? or yeah. yeah, so there's music in the episodes, right? Um, and sure. maybe like talking about like where where does this music come from? Because there's more than one type of music on the show. Yeah. So there's the jingles, right? And or commercial, you know, there's commercials with music. There's the songs that kind of interrupt the podcast, or sometimes more organically are involved in the story of the podcast. Yeah. And so the jingles I write for the most part. I mean, there have been some. Uh, there's some music that Addison, you've gotten, sort of, you know, using the magic of the internet. Um, oh yeah, my favorite website, um, I believe it's called freepd.com, has all of the greatest songs from the greatest uh, artist, especially Kevin McLeod. Absolute um, artist. That guy. Fucks uh, shout out stuff. to Kevin McLeod. That guy's a real goofball and <laughs> legend. Absolute legend. Is doing everything. That, like, people need them to do so that we can have free music. Yes. Much respect. You got a shout out to Kevin McLeod and uh, the beautiful tunes that we've been able to use on the podcast for the jingles. Um, but, yeah, for the other ones, like, you know, Giant Seafood and Scooters Automotive and stuff like that, I write and record those. They're And they're a blast to make, and they're sounding better and better as they go along. But we also have music that, uh, for the intro of the like the music that brings us into the episode the music that leads us out of the episode that's true and that yeah where does that come from pan well i wrote and recorded that and all the various variations it's been a while since we've had a like different intro song but i'm always doing whatever one it is it's always for me pan yeah on Bandcamp. your friend pan.bandcamp.com check it out it's a beautiful, beautiful tune. And all of your stuff on Bandcamp is great, so everybody should check it out. It is. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We gotta get the jingles compiled into a jingle, the jingle record. We jingle do. Jingle album. The jingle so album. Of, the jingle album. So one of these days, I'm gonna compile all the music, all the jingles into an album and put it on Bandcamp under Gen- Genesis Fig. Is when I have it on Bandcamp. So if you're ever like, man, I really want to listen to a cover of uh, All Star, 
you could go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's good. We've all been there. We've all been there. But one of these days, um, yeah, I'm going to get them all together. Some, I think, the oldest ones that sound the least good, I'm, I'm thinking I'll redo. And then uh, put, maybe some of them I'll do, like, full songs. But, um, yeah, to put them all together and have that be a place. If you're like, man, I just really want to listen to... For the those fans, the people who do and do not like uh, Scooter's Automotive, <laughs> it'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where that comes from. But how do we get those other songs? Because I know, Pan, you do a lot of that work to get the music, our musical guests. Yeah. Where do those come from? Yeah. How does I mean, that work? It's just a lot of seeking out um, various, I think, underappreciated, mostly Pacific Northwest-based bands because of where I live, but yeah, just poking around, trying to find them. If it sounds good, we'll put it on. If any of y'all know good bands, maybe, maybe send it our way. Yeah. Maybe give us a taste. Give us a taste. Yeah. I mean, there's been some really great music on this podcast, so. And I think we don't actually have bird sounds. Instead, we have the, you know, this lovely little interruption of music somewhere in the episode that you know can either get you even more amped up for the episode or is a nice cool down in the middle or just more confused or more confused yeah yeah definitely it has been a little fun like finding these bands um and being able to talk to people you know the musicians on some level or another hopefully you know maybe they'll come on the show that would be fun that would be amazing absolutely we need all kinds of um, yeah. We need people of all walks of life. Yeah, Tony and Colin from Universal Order of Armageddon. We're still we're gonna get you on here. We're someday. calling yeah, you yeah, out. Yeah. No. You no, better come out here wearing iron. I mean, if you want. Wow. If that's I mean, yeah, do whatever. It's cool you like, if you do, but yeah. yeah, it's your life. Yeah. Maybe some like cool jewelry or. Yeah. yeah. People will see it when they watch the episode. Yes. Yeah, they'll yeah. see it. They'll see <laughs> the it. Amount, the amount of times that Addison specifically is like, all right, what we're going to do is you you, ha- you see the character <laughs> pulls this out of their bag, and you're like, mm-mm. Well, so the thing is, and I was going to add this question if we didn't get enough questions, if subtle frequencies were given the budget to make a feature-length motion picture, uh-huh. what would that look like? What <laughs> the no movie idea. version? Well, I don't how know. How do we answer that right now? <laughs> yeah, we should ask that in like five uh, the five year mark. What's the movie? Because we're not. It's five seasons in a or six seasons in a movie. We have to have those seasons. I think it's a documentary, but mm. that's just me. Uh, yeah, probably a documentary of real town. The t- the town, town. It should be yeah. it really exists. Yeah. So. If we were, this is a, another question by Lucas C. Thanks, Lucas C. The three of you are dropped into the middle of a sweet horror flick. Which of you dies first? Who is who pointlessly goes into the basement to investigate the whack noise? And which of you is the final girl? Um, and that meaning, I assume like the person who doesn't die by the end of it. I've sure. I've pondered this actually before. Would you be the final girl or not? No, I would not be the final. I think I'm the first one that dies. Uh, okay. I don't think I make it either. 
I don't, I just don't think I'm a main think, character. I think Hannah, you would be like, I'm tired of this place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I, by the, like, I think you are end of fourth act death. I, I mean, yeah, no, but, I can see myself being like, this is dumb. I'm going to get in my car that drives and drive away. <laughs> and then it just blows up. Like, we don't yeah. even know why. Like, you're just like, I'm yeah. getting out of here. This mm. place is stupid. Yeah, then, this is dumb. I don't want to die because a skeleton with a sword is coming after me. And then, <laughs> and like you were going down the same like curvy mountainside road that was seen on the intro in like the credit yeah. scene, and it's like, oh, is that the end of the movie? Like, damn, like she got away, and then it just blows up for yeah. no reason. Yeah, or if I there's like a little like the ghost that's been haunting us the whole time, like surprises me on the road. And then I flip like 14 times. 14 times. You go off the mountain. <laughs> you go down off the guardrail and just keep yeah. going. Rolling, rolling. You go for so long that it goes from night to day. <laughs> yeah. I want wow. it to be a comedy beat. Where... <laughs> and you, yeah. yeah and that's then, how you do it. And then it explodes so huge. Like it yeah. explodes like well, the biggest explosion. I'm in like a Toyota Camry and it explodes so <laughs> like it was well, a gas. This is what happens. <laughs> it, it rolls for long enough to where it goes from night to day. And like you can see your very clearly not real body ragdolling inside the car. <laughs> and then it lands and uh-huh. does one of those slow rolls so that it gets back on its four wheels. Oh yeah. Yes. It writes itself. And then it, it like looks at you and you're in there, but you're like a little cut up, but you're still in the driver's seat. You're still <laughs> alive. And you're like, oh my God, I can't I believe mean- I. And then it blows up so big. It blows up bigger than any car should. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the kind of death in a movie that I want. That's yeah. that's what I want. <laughs> I think of the three of us, Pan would make it. Yeah, Pan, Pan would definitely make it. But it would be. The issue is, I do be investigating noises i was gonna say uh, like the power goes out and we'd be like pan you're the only one that knows about electronics you have to go look at it and it would be like you get down there and you figure it out and the lights come on and you see like the ghost body behind you yeah and like you don't see it the camera does and like it, it just misses swiping at you and like that is your relationship with whatever the antagonist is is that you just aloofly mm. do yes. not get got by it you're like uh like there, there's a couple of versions of it, but like that Animaniacs thing where it's like the dog and the baby. Yeah. Except the dog is like an evil spirit and Pan, you're the baby. And like you just somehow should be dying every time over and over. But you just somehow magically. You somehow don't. Yeah. Hmm. And you. I would watch that. You investigate all the noises and all the things and you figure out the mystery mm-hmm. and just. Juke out all the, all the the murder ghosts the whole time. <laughs> well, Addison falls into like a pit very quickly, very quickly. Uh, like, and it's not even like <laughs> trying to get me. No, he just, <laughs> I just yeah. like whoop whoop whoop. Oh, whoop, and then oh. <laughs> break my neck. Yeah, something. and I explode in a, uh, flames of glory. You know, but comedic timing yeah funny in a funny way yeah oh what a wacky way to go yeah not a so i think that's Aww. that's how i want the horror movie to go for us that works for me i like that well do we have any stuff that we wanted to get to questions for each other anything like that 
I was just sort of thinking, like, are there any episodes or premises that y'all thought, well, there's no way this is going to work, and then <laughs> somehow it did, in fact. Let I me look think, through all the episodes. Uh, Grandpa Dimension uh-huh. uh-huh. is one of our, is one that I, I think we all were not so sure about. I still, I still think it's, it is one of our strangest dimensions. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. do love it. And I, I do think it kind of works. I think that one was the one I was most scared of not working. Yeah. Like when we got done recording that, I remember all three of us just being like, I don't know. That was fucked. Yeah. But and, I think it, I mean, I mean, let us know, listeners. Just yeah. Grandpa Listen Dimension. Listen to Grandpa part. Dimension. Tell us if you think it's, uh, <laughs> you understood the world better or <laughs> worse after that one. <laughs> yeah. Another one that I was worried about was Basketball Magic, and I think that's one of our best episodes. I love Basketball Magic. Yeah. That might be a great one to start with. Start that's with a, Basketball mm, Magic. Yeah, Basketball yeah. Magic's a great start. It's got characters like Crimbalt Noggins. Yeah, mm, I think yeah, whatever that character that just says, uh, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, that's a good one. I'm honestly amazed that like any of our more form-breaking episodes like were coherent at all. Like the two-parter that is found footage. Yeah, that one, the rescue mission, Chuckle Hut. Yeah. You could argue that the Chuckle Hut didn't work. And maybe you'd be right, but we were it trying we were trying something out. Worked enough. Yeah. I think as far as like uh topics, food safety is one of the strangest ones and one of our yeah. weirdest episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's up there. <laughs> That's one of the better ones. It's not breaking the form, really. It's a there's a guest and then there's callers. And yet it is one of the very I would not start with food safety. No, I wouldn't start with food <laughs> safety, but I wouldn't ignore it. Don't don't no. ignore it. It's a a little gem. And food safety sort of um is one of the like there's a a part in there that leads into the whole fucking chuckle hut mm-hmm. situation. Yes. Which who would have known that the chuckle hut got brought down by a food safety inspector like uh, scandal. Yep. Like that was the incipient moment for the Chucklehead's downfall. Beautiful teamwork. That's what happens when you do a ratatouille okay. on your restaurant. Shouldn't True. do it. Well, one more question to address. Last one from Tanuki Sammy. Are we ever going to release merch? Saved uh, this one for last because while it's not ready yet, should be soon. Little announcement. We're getting that merch going. We've got a design almost ready. Gonna be real slick. Everyone's gonna say, wow. Look at that cool. design. Ooh, that's a design. Whoa, Whoa. Get a load of that. Ooh. That's designed. Ooh, I think that one burnt me, that design. Hot, hot, hot. Ooh, Ooh that burned. That's smart. <laughs> it won't hurt you. Don't be scared of the logo. It's okay. gonna be okay. Okay, so you're not. Okay. Ow. Ooh, ow. Yeah, Ooh, be careful. Shit. Yeah, Okay. It's still stop. on me. Stop. No, it's gonna be good. It's not gonna hurt. Yeah, it's gonna it's be gonna good. Hurt. It won't hurt. Yeah, keep an eye out. Follow I mean I assume we got things. Plenty of you already follow us on Instagram or on Twitter. Or on Twitter. We'll post about it as it's happening. 
Keep an eye out on social media for that stuff, though. Any day now, really. Any day um, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's all the time. No, no, we've got infinite time. We'll never die. We'll but never die. those are all the questions that we've got. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. Stay tuned for season two. Yeah. Gonna get a little more silly, maybe a little less silly at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.